Hello there, welcome back to another episode of BTBS. On today's episode, I want to revisit something that I spoke about on one of the first ever bits of content I did on my channel. Now this is, why does alcohol get a free pass? Now if you're wondering, what does it even mean by that? What I mean is that, if you compare alcohol to other things like drugs... There seems to be so much more leeway and allowance and a difference in the perception of the effects that it has in comparison to other devastating things. People make allowances and I think that people don't see it as bad as other things. Now, the most obvious retort to that would be that it's legal and like a lot of drugs are illegal. For me, this is one really massive, common misconception that a lot of people have. People view things as in, this is legal, this is illegal. So that means that's okay, that's not okay. So if it's legal, it's okay. If it's illegal, it's not okay. Now, I get it in a court of law, that's obvious. But I'm talking about the effects and the implications of it. So... If you think that it's less harmful for someone to drink a lot than take a lot of drugs because drinking's legal and, and drugs is illegal, does that mean that the effects of alcohol aren't as bad because someone decided that this is against the law? Of course not. So when we look at alcohol... A statistic that Craig Beck, the stop drinking expert, uses on a lot of his content is that it kills 3 million people a year, according to the World Health Organization. 3 million people a year. That's like double COVID or something. Look at the extent the world went to to try to combat and recover from COVID. And I don't want to go down the COVID rabbit hole, obviously. But if you think about that in terms of a medical experience, the world went absolutely batshit crazy <laughs> about COVID and for alcohol, killing double that amount per year. Ah, it's okay, it's just a few beers or she just likes a glass of wine after work. <laughs> so 3 million people a year, according to Craig Beck and the World Health Organization, killed. We can go into towns and cities up and down the country at 8 o'clock in the morning and people are sat drinking alcohol with the breakfast in Weatherspoons and those type of establishments. Now, that might just be someone having a cheeky pint with the breakfast. They might have been at work all night or they might just fancy a drink in the morning. I would argue that the majority of the people that are sat there drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning or alcoholics, or alcohol dependent, or have a problem with alcohol. If we're being honest, should we be sat drinking pints of beer, or lager, or whatever, at 8 o'clock in the morning? Of course we fucking shouldn't. <laughs> of course we shouldn't. But because it's alcohol, and it's legal, don't get me wrong, people don't look at it ideally. If someone was stood on the street corner taking heroin, at 8 o'clock in the morning, everyone would be freaking out. Now, I know alcohol is not as bad as heroin in the short term, 
and it kills a hell of a lot more people. Yeah, that's just someone in Weatherspoon's having a pint with a breakfast. But what does the rest of their day consist of? What are you going to do with your time? If you're drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning, you're either going to carry on drinking, or you're going to go home and pass out, or you're going to get in some horrible situation. There's no way to live. But I think a lot of people don't necessarily look at that in that negative of a, a way because of the fact that it's legal. But also, the vast majority of people still drink themselves. So why would you want to be too judgmental about someone doing something that you enjoy doing? If you think about people in pubs and clubs and venues up and down the country every weekend, one massive factor is fighting and trouble and situations that occur purely because of people getting pissed. And you know, people in the UK, when they're out and they're drinking, they're having it. They're not just going out to enjoy a few drinks. Some people might be. The vast majority of people, I believe, are going out to get wrecked. <laughs> Certainly younger people, younger adults, are going out to get shit-faced. And obviously, as a consequence, things are going to happen. Fights are going to happen. Um, people are going to get took to hospital, ambulances and all that palaver. This is a, a direct consequence of excess alcohol use. Situations occur that would not occur if people weren't getting pissed. The majority of these people that are getting themselves in a fight or that end up getting hit by someone would not be in this situation if they weren't out drinking. Now, I'm not criticising people for drinking and going out and enjoying themselves, but my point is still true. If people weren't getting pissed, most of these situations wouldn't occur. So you think about in terms of money, resources, sorting people out that are fighting in town and all that palaver. Also... Some of the bad things that happen as a consequence, so people get hurt, that's badly injured or even killed, purely because people are getting pissed up. The strain on the NHS. So I don't just mean people that are getting knocked out in town and then getting took to hospital, but I mean in terms of people that are problem drinkers or alcoholics. It's having a massive, massive burden on the NHS. I haven't got any statistics with me about what it costs financially, but I would suggest that it's a hell of a lot of money and a massive burden on an already massively oversubscribed service. You can't get an appointment at your GP service. It's six to eight weeks minimum to get an appointment at a hospital, and I guess it's if it's for anything more uh, substantial, it's going to be even longer than that. So obviously that affects us all. Um... And another massive um, thing about alcohol for me is the effects it has on people's families and their relationships. Like, being someone that drinks regularly, I believe if you drink to excess, it manifests problems and situations. So, if you know anyone who's got a problem with drinking, there's always a drama surrounding them. There's always something going off arguments, um, falling out with people. There's always something. Now, if this person wasn't drinking to excess, would these situations be occurring? Most likely not. So, my question to you is, taking all these massive things into consideration, 
why do we give alcohol a free pass? And again, I refer to the same point. I think it's very difficult for people to be wholly judgmental about alcohol if they still use alcohol themselves. Now, I'm not putting everyone in the same bucket here. If you drink, you enjoy a drink to relax, you have a few drinks in the weekend, even if you drink quite a bit. I'm not saying that you're doing all these things or all these things are relevant to you. But I feel like this is a destructive thing. Alcohol is a destructive chemical. But because a lot of us enjoy it in our own way, we turn a blind eye to some pretty devastating and damaging consequences. Like I said, if this was a different um, <laughs> substance, um, I refer to Craig Beck quite a lot. I, I love him so much. The guy's an absolute wizard. Please check his channel out. Stop drinking expert. He says, change the substance, change the chemical. If this is cocaine or if this is heroin, people are up in arms about it. Alcohol's creating some mad situations, some devastating situations. It's killing people. It's killing 3 million people a year. It's killing people slowly. It's killing people quickly. It's devastating families. It's costing a fortune. But still, ah, it's just a few drinks. Anyway, I'm off on one again. I'd love to know what you think to my waffle on here. Like I said on previous episodes, it's just a one take, bang, boom, put it out there. Sometimes it comes off well, sometimes, you know. But if you're listening to me on a platform like Spotify, I just want to let you know that I put quite a bit of content out across on social media platforms and it's more short video format. So I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and I'm on YouTube. If you search for Better Today or Better Today Talk, you'll find the channels on there and be great to interact with some of you and to know what you think about what you're hearing on Spotify and also what you think to the short form videos. So if you've stuck with it for the 10 minutes, thank you very much. And I look forward to joining you again in another episode of BTVS.